good intro game because it's going to be really fucking bad. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Love and Style Podcast, episode 37. And we're live on the YouTubes and Twitch. Yo, 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 it's your boy, motherfucking David, on the ones and twos. Let's go. What's up, man? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. How about you, bro? Man, I'm doing great. I just got out of class, been playing mm. WoW. My wrists are fucking breaking because I'm addicted to video games again. Let's go. It's a good yeah. day, man. Yep. Uh, it's been a pretty eventful week. A lot of things have happened, a lot of uh, stories to touch up on. All right, but before we oh, get yeah. into actually, that. Actually, though. Yeah. I'm glad we were originally going to record this episode yesterday. I'm mm. actually glad we didn't now because a lot of stuff happened today and yesterday that I want to talk about. So, yeah, bro. All a the strange news drops twist Monday. Of fate. Yeah. Yeah, but before we get into today's episode and all these delicious topics, right? Um, I want to shout out, of course, our patrons uh, Kylie Justice, James uh, um, Aldelaney. Aldaney? <laughs> Don't laugh Aldana. at me, bro. Aldani? Aldelaney. Fucking uh, Peyton Adams and finally Grunt980. Those are our Patreons. And if you're wondering, Caleb, how the fuck do I become a Patreon? Well, you want to take your mm. motherfucking self straight to patreon.com slash left in the south. And there you can join our two or five dollar tier, become our comrades and support really? what we're doing here on the show. Uh, every every dollar helps. Uh, Two dollars mm. a month. That's really not a big deal, you know. Tell and me for eight quarters, of course, I can become yeah. a left in the south patron. For for no less than one McDouble plus fifty cents, you can become a patron of this wow. podcast, even That's minus the tax. Insane, That's crazy. And tell me, what, do I get anything for becoming a patron? Yes, you get you get access to our Discord, <gasps> an exclusive role. For being a paid member of our podcast, you get what? access to exclusive content intermittently. What? Not that, not 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 that often, but intermittent content. You get a shout out on our on everything we do, podcast and YouTube content. And if you do our five dollar tier, I will kiss you in real life on the mouth. Whoa! All that for yeah. eight quarters? Eight That's quarters, insane. my friend. Insane. And I also heard that David dropped some exclusive Patreon content uh, a couple days ago, only for Patreons. Only on Patreon, and that's insane. I heard something similar. I but actually also, don't have a sub myself, so I don't know. I've never seen it. But also, I don't know what goes on yeah. in the Patreon. A lot of stuff goes on the Patreon. But also, of course, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're trying to hit a thousand subscribers, and like that's our goal right now. Hit a thousand subs, uh, and then uh, you know pass away. But hit a thousand subs is our yeah. main goal right now. If you can't donate or don't want to for whatever reason, just hit, getting just hit a, subscribe a button. throwing us a subscribe on YouTube yeah. is a great way to help. Tell your mom really about helps. it. Tell your dad about it. Grandparents, take their tablets, yes, their their phones, and just subscribe. Go it's not illegal it. to subscribe on other people's accounts. It's not. Say. It's actually free. Also, highly recommended. But also, we have a Twitter, Dougly. I don't know if you know this, Caleb. I don't know why I called you Dougly. Oh, do we? Yeah, and we post yeah, on there. Lit podcast underscore. That's all it is. And wow. and boom, you can you can see I I'm always posting on there, uh, letting people know when we go live, uh, letting know when a new video drops, uh, you know, always telling people about our Discord, and uh, you know, funny memes sometimes. That's only there if you're go. lucky. All but, that. But yeah, but enough uh, plugging shit in. I can already tell you know people listening on their mobile devices and they're already clicking away. They're like, "Fuck, yeah, when's when's fun. the content gonna fucking happen?" People skip this part in the video. Yeah. 
so it's fine. But finally, let's get let's, started. Let's man. get into what, it. What are we doing? The last what presidential has bait on? has happened. Uh, I yes. know you were watching it. I know I watched a little bit. Uh, you know, I think it, it was a it was a pretty good one. Finally, because they actually decide to enforce the rules. Yeah, so it was the first one where Daddy Trumpy mm-hmm. Boy has been muted. He was muted several times. He got times. hit by the Discord mute button. Shit. Yeah, he did. It was really funny, dude. I was going, I was, I, I didn't think they would actually do it. I was very surprised when it happened. Like, he was just talking and his mic cut off. I was like, whoa, they're having like technical issues, but no, they're muting his ass. So, yeah, that yeah was it funny. wasn't like the last debate where they really just went off and like Trump was able to just speak for like mm-hmm. several uninterrupted minutes without, you know, being stopped. It wasn't like that this time. Yeah, I think it was funny though because since these rules were enforced, like, it gave the false perception that Donald Trump was being more mature that night though i've noticed people were saying like yeah. donald trump looked look good you look good that's like, true i think i think like that's a str- i don't want to say strategy because i i hesitate to say mm. he has any form of strategy no strategy dude he comes in yeah but like takes the addy and, and drops on stage if he were smart, I think mm. it is actually a good play to kind of reel it in here. I mean, like, if he reads the writing on the wall, like, people are really into this pure, not purity politics, but, like, like looking like a nice a normal person. normal politician, know. yeah. Yeah, like, you know, not heated, not angry. People yeah, don't like the, that shit. But the thing also, too, like, he yeah. brands himself as, uh, I'm not a politician, I'm a businessman, you know? Yeah, so. exactly, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of his persona to be like a belligerent asshole, but like people just don't like that, you know, in a statesman, they don't want to have to like be embarrassed or think about what their president does, whether mm-hmm. it's good or bad. They don't want to have to think about it. They'd rather them just be, you know, ornamental, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I but think, yeah, uh, what do you think about the debate the itself? Though? Of, uh, did anything? I, I honestly think I thought that like Biden did much better than yeah, I expected sure. this time. I think that he's like, I don't know. That we we've been joking a lot about the drug <laughs> shit, right? But His, like, uh, adrenochrome was wearing off towards the end of it. Yeah, but what is it about? Like, they they're so different in the debates. Mm. They're so lively. Like when they're when they're doing town halls and stuff, mm. they're they look like you know seventy nine year old men. They're like mm-hmm. they're like kind of you know getting getting up there in years. They're slowing down, and like not, I don't mean that in a negative way. Mm. I'm just saying they're like old men. But like. At the debate, they're like spry young 20-year-olds. They're like mm-hmm. rattling off their talking mm-hmm. points, like not skipping a beat. Joe like, you know, stumbles over his words every now and again, but in a cute way, you know? Like, mm. I was surprised. I thought they both did well. I don't think Trump really made a fool of himself at any point tonight, uh, during that debate I like mean, he did in the previous one. a couple one. of times. But uh, like, you know, yeah, I mean. Calling uh, people who show up to their court oh, case, uh, you know, the lowest of the low IQ. That was, yeah, that was um, a particularly g- weird moment for me. Like that came so out of funny. left field. He's like, you know what? I shouldn't say it. I'm going to yeah. say it. <laughs> he was like, somebody hold me back. <laughs> Someone hold me. It. I'm going to say it on yeah, national that, the television. IQ comment. That was definitely mm. probably the weirdest moment of the yeah. night. I, it was it was like the scariest moment of the night. But I mean, it's nothing new. Yeah, when that happened, I was fucking laughing. I'm like, wait, what is he about to say? <laughs> yeah, I thought he was about to bring up some stats. Yeah. Like, oh, so anyway, just despite being only 13 percent, whoa, Mr. Trump, <laughs> whoa. that's when his mic gets <laughs> yeah. muted, bro. Mute, 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 mute. Fuck yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, but it's so dumb too because um. Recently, I don't know if you heard about the Hunter Biden uh, stories and the Hunter Biden laptop. Have you heard anything about this? Laptop? No, I haven't heard anything. So basically, like, you know, uh, Rudy Giuliani, I, I think that's who it was, uh, like dropping this story, right, about uh, Hunter Biden 
and basically it's some um he like left his laptop at some like tech shit and like he gave it to he gave it to these reporters and you know they saw some damning shit about hunter biden basically just like you know him like smoking crack you know the working man's drug already known by the way that makes him <laughs> 10 times cooler i don't give a shit what anyone says dude i would hang out with hunter biden he's probably a yeah. badass man <clears throat> yeah and like just nudes like him you know stored in fucking shit off uh you know hooker's ass but only, children like, probably i mean let's be honest it's probably children but I mean, like i don't know why just... these uh republicans are rolling with this shit like this like is not gonna affect biden like if anything like you're just making no. Biden look like yeah of course my you know my son's dealt with the drug problems and he's like you know as many Americans do have drug problems yeah and, uh, just make it's him... like the single worst thing yeah. to attack him on like having a son that's mm. a drug addict and also not even just a drug addict he's like a recovered drug mm. addict he's like a success story you know yeah. like joins the Navy at like 30 because he's mm. I don't know a dumbass or whatever it doesn't feel like he's achieving anything in life gets tossed dishonorably discharged for pissing hot with cocaine which means like by the way if you fail a cocaine drug test that means you've like done cocaine within the past like 20 minutes you know what i mean so, took like, it right after snorting the test. cocaine in like basic fucking mm. bathroom it's interesting man for yeah. sure uh, way more interesting than his brothers and way less ghoulish definitely not like a good person but as far as Biden's go, I would say Hunter's like the least bad. Yeah. You know? But the reason as to why I think they're trying to run with this um, this story is because, you know, they're trying to do uh, 2016. You know, Hillary had a lot of uh, shit going on with her, you know, with the emails and uh, Benghazi and shit like that. Right. They're just trying to pull another 2016, trying to like, oh, Biden's the most corrupt politician you've ever seen. Uh, you know worse than hillary right they're trying to do another 2016 maybe but yeah. the strategy's not working like no and i think biden's I the think most centrist the most lame politician yeah the most that's it that's that's you're really hitting the nail on the head i think because like that strategy worked so uniquely well with hillary because of how unlikable she was mm. like because even democrats were like not really excited about her yeah and i don't know trump's in a weird way trump's presidency has energized a lot of democrats for someone like joe biden who in theory you could say is just as like you know just as not progressive as hillary clinton i don't know a better way to put it mm. you know like in terms of policy joe biden and hillary clinton like they're not that much on a, they're 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 very alike in that way and i think trump's presidency is what has made biden so successful we would not have seen biden succeed so hard we might have seen someone like pete Buttigieg or Bi even bernie you know but mm. but because of trump biden has become a very unique beast that cannot yeah. be conquered apparently a lot of people and, just and, want and i wanted to enormously. yeah exactly i wanted to go on that vein a little bit more too uh, in terms of biden winning a uh, new poll out of florida puts him at 50 percent puts trump at 48 percent. so still a tight race yeah. As everyone knows, Florida is a really big swing state. Yep. Famously, in 2000, um, George Bush stole the election in Florida using his Supreme Court mm. or, you know, the Supreme Court. And there have been many concerns lately with Trump's Supreme Court. Uh, breaking fucking news last night, Amy Barrett was confirmed. So she is our 115th, yep. I believe, Got Supreme it. Court yeah, justice. And they, were, they were rushing in that shit. They were trying to get that shit done yeah. as quickly as possible for uh, Biden uh, fucking takes this dub, and uh, it's yeah. funny. I actually have a, a story because the other day, of course, you know, uh, head hanging low, driving to the uh, the nearest early voting place, which was uh, this uh, library, 
And it, it was so funny because I was, like, standing in line, like, you know, waiting to vote for Biden. You know, sucks. But, you know, I feel like, you know, it, it's, the, it's the moral vote, right, to, to vote for right. Biden right now. Could be worse. Could be worse. But yeah. I thought it was funny because, like, we're, I was staying in line, and it was so – there's Trump supporters, of course, fucking standing nearby, waving their Trump flags, fucking simping for Trump, which is honestly the most disgusting thing. Like, yeah. I see these people, and I, I'm like, why? Like, it's a, it's a Sunday afternoon. It's a, it's a beautiful day, and <laughs> here you are on the side of the road waving this Trump Double flag. Double-cheeked up. Making your, making your young kids, uh, less than 10, also wave these flags, which, you know, it's, it's honestly just despicable. But I thought it was yeah, funny because someone drove by playing the, the fuck Donald Trump song. I, I thought that was the funniest <laughs> shit ever. I'm s- honestly, brave man. Because I thought he was going to get fucking shot at. They'll fucking shoot at you, bro. Yeah, That's bro. crazy. I, I've been thinking lately about taking my Bernie sticker off my car. Because, like, first of all, I'm That's not a, even like a that target, big of a bro. fan anymore. You're a target. Yeah, exactly. Literally, like, I'm not even, like, a huge fan of him anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just feel like I'm putting a target on my back. Yeah, for uh, real. You're going to get, like, your tire slash. They're going to yeah. put, like, a car bomb on your shit. Not, like, I'm not ashamed to be a leftist, and mm. I would unironically probably die for it. Mm. But, like, I don't want to be mildly inconvenienced by it, you know? Right? <laughs> like, like, I don't want to get my car, because like... Of it, or, like yeah, exactly. Your, yeah, it's like... That's a lot. Of, tires yeah. are expensive. Exactly, yeah. It's just something I don't want to deal with. But, mm. man, it's... I don't know. This polling shit, like... I mean, Biden, like, he's... He's got it, man. Like... Yeah. It's it's looking locked down, and I I, th- I know out of Texas, like his this is the most y- voting participation already mm-hmm. before the election has even happened. There are already more young voters than there were in 2016. Mm-hmm. Or a week away, and it's not even not even November 3rd. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's mm-hmm. looking bad for Trump. Um, yeah. A lot of the Supreme Court stuff it concerns me, but. I just I don't think that like like in with the Bush scenario mm. right in 2000 it was just such a different scenario I just don't think that it's likely it was a that new Trump strategy will succeed. You know? it was a new yes play. exactly it was a new play and like I don't think Trump is liked enough like liked enough like George Bush mm. was hated of course but like he was not as divisive I guess in a way I don't know how to put it because like people weren't paying as much attention to him, mm. I guess is a way to say it because he wasn't Trump. Mm. And I just feel like Trump can't pull that off. I could he be wrong. All I his eyes on him right now. Yes, exactly. Like people are expecting him to do something shady to the point where it'd be very difficult to get away with it at this point. And I think mm. he's fucked. I really think that Biden's got it, you know, for better or for worse. And we'll see. Mm. We'll see if I'm wrong. Yeah, though. but uh, we um, also have a, another story. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to, like, because I haven't been stopping the recording. I don't know if, like, when, like, you feel like, okay, like, we need to stop the recording. I don't care. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to stop the recording after this story. So, there's another story, right? Apparently, they're deploying National Guard um, in Texas on Election Day, and this is warning Mm. Texas uh, Democrats. What do you think about that? Did they say why? Where is Texas Democrats? I mean, like, I don't know, because in one way, I would say that, like, there's some something to be said about like mm. protecting people who want to vote mm. but at the same time like they're probably not doing that they're intimidating mm. people who want to vote away from voting i don't know because like it reminds me it harkens back to a time you know like when black people first got the right to vote for example mm. and like a lot of white people would 
literally physically block them from voting and be like, yeah, you have the right to vote, but you functionally don't have it because you're not able to exercise mm. that right. And like, I'm about to stop. I it. worry that it could be a scenario like that where the National Guard's not preventing people from voting, but people don't vote because they don't want to like be involved in that situation, mm. you know? So yeah, it terrifies me, but mm. I don't know. Like, what would they actually do? It's not like they're going to start shooting people at the polls, you know? Not Who yet. Knows? Not yet. Yeah. I mean, they're what worries me is, um, you know, Trump uh, was saying like, you know, on November 3rd, you know, like any, any former resistance, he's going to crush it, you know, like, and also like going to what happened in um, Minneapolis. He's like, you know, we sent in the national guard and we, we took it down. It was quick. 15 right. minutes. Him comparing those riots mm to the election i did air quotes by the way for the audio only listeners mm -hmm. him comparing those quote-unquote riots to the election crowds like people who are going to be protesting just naturally as they always do on that day like is a terrifying thought but you have to ask yourself like what is he actually capable of doing what will he what does he have the political mm -hmm. capital to do and i just i don't think that he has the political capital to do anything drastic you know, he might go down kicking and streaming, uh, kicking and screaming, and he's already done incalculable damage mm. to the government, especially our judicial system. But as far as like a coup or like a blatant government overthrow, I just don't see it. You know, do you yes. disagree or? No, I agree with you. Um, I think everyone agrees that uh, Trump is a, a proto-fascist and the worst is yet to come. Talk Absolutely. On. I see him more as a stepping stone. Yeah. I don't think he's much of a threat anymore. Mm. But, you know, like, I feel like he's laying the foundation for someone even worse to come, uh, normalizing these uh, fascist uh, shit in our government. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see soon, I feel. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, on to the next thing. I want to talk to you about again. I want to talk to you about uh, Mitch McConnell. Have you seen Mitch McConnell recently? I've seen, like... A, too much coverage honestly like <laughs> you should only have to see this man a finite yeah. number of times in your life and i think that number mm. is one yes. just so that you know what he looks like so i feel Dude, like he's such an annoying yeah. person and his image perfectly fits him you know what i mean mm. he looks like the person that he is mm. so i think you after show like, that all these uh yeah soon after all these uh foul acts that mitch mcconnell has uh, performed you know all his evil deeds it's finally catching up to him and it's corrupting him uh from the inside and uh, we're starting to see uh, symptoms of that. So the wanna, fell magic is reaching his heart, his black the soul. I want to show audience uh, an image of Mitch McConnell, what he currently looks like. But <laughs> I, I want to uh, do a warning. If you are squeamish and do not like seeing decomposing bodies, turn away from Jesus. the Jesus. Right oh, my now. God. I'm looking at the picture now in full screen. This is awful. What the fuck? The, turn away from the stream. Holy shit. Dude, what is – is he, like, okay? Like, but here's Mitch McConnell right now. As you can see, he Jesus. is, he is uh, fucking de decomposing. You see his hands, <laughs> they're, they're on the verge of falling off his limbs. Uh, as you can see, his lips, you know, the extremities, you know, you're going to see his yeah. uh, nose, you're going to see his ears. Those are the next ones to, to start falling he, off his body. But he, looked like he, he looks like he was just summiting Mount Everest and he had to get airlifted out and like he's just suffering the first stages of frostbite and his hands mm. and nose are like turning blue. What yeah. the fuck is wrong with Jesus. this guy? Like my grandpa is older than this guy. He looks 10 times younger than him. Right. You know, it's like fucking crazy. I don't know. It's all those fucking deeds. You know, they got the, you know, the project, yeah. you know, Mitch McConnell's project going on. Right. Uh, have you heard anything about that? Because I, I, I legitimately have. I'm just wondering if you know anything about the this uh, project. He has. His 
his project you mean like his his strategy to get amy confirmed or are you uh, talking about i think that's else? part of the, his project yeah to enact, yeah i know uh, that his fucking, uh, theocracy yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> i his mcconnell's been very interesting lately to me because mm -hmm. it has really illustrated this democratic like this failure of the democratic party and we've mm. talked we talked about this way back in like one of our first episodes because i was really on this shit about the democratic Sorry. party being a big tent party in the sense that like they allow a lot of people in that they probably shouldn't and i don't i don't know what needs to change in the democratic party but they need to stop accepting people certain people into the group like yeah like certain uh really i'm just saying liberals like liberals just need to get the fuck out but like mm. but it really just means but also we see things like amy mcgrath in the mcconnell race we see people like amy mcgrath starting to become popular in the democratic party even though she's a republican i mean she's a conservative yeah. she loves trump she's a fan of trump but people but democrats are voting for her because she's running against mcconnell mm. it's such an interesting thing because they like there's nothing you can do other than vote for the slightly worse slightly not as bad person you know uh i i wanted to know what you thought about that like because amy mcgrath's running and and she like the rationale behind it is that no one else can win like a conservative has to run mm. because that's the only person that can win in that state or whatever so i don't know yeah, what do you think um, about that does that make you weird. uncomfortable or what it's weird because you know it's like if you want to garner the most votes right you have to uh, go towards uh, whatever is the majority, right? So in Kentucky, that's uh, center-right. So you're going to have to see Democrats running as center-right, like basically conservatives, uh, conservatives, uh, Democrats, Republicans. You know, it's going to be the same thing in uh, Kentucky, right, if they're trying to secure right. a dub. So I don't know. It's weird. Exactly. It's fucking weird. You know, it, it just shows you that there's only, like, one party in the United States. Right. It's the perfect illustrator of that, I think. And, like, if you ever need to help get that point across to people, you can point to the McGrath race. But I think that, like, in the McGrath case, like, a lot – I see tons of threads on Reddit, for example, which is a typically left-leaning, left -lean, like, liberal website. You never know. Well, and, what shows up on yeah, Reddit. it's like a centrist website, yeah. right? Mm, but people, people on there love McGrath because they see that she's running against McConnell, mm. and that's all they care about. And mm. they see that she's a Democrat, and that that's all that mm. they care about, right? It just it really rubs me the wrong way this whole blue no matter who thing and it's why like i'm very relu reluctant to become a part of the like vote for biden crew or whatever because a lot of people see that and they're just like okay i'm voting for democrats they don't do any critical thinking beyond mm. that and i think that's a potentially very harmful thing you know yeah. and i, I don't want to go too much on it because we talked about it a lot last week so instead we can talk about something else but i yeah. just wanted to mention that but yeah of course um Mitch McConnell fucking decomposing his uh, Lich King powers is finally getting to him after, you know, being yeah. in uh, office for what, like 43 years? You know, it's uh, something ridiculous. It's, it's, yeah. it's finally it's finally coming to him. And uh, fuck, we, we might see Mitch McConnell uh, maybe completely decomposed by the end of 2020. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> takes off the helm of domination and his skin is just, just black. Just, just <laughs> fucking blow in the wind. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I, I wanted to say, too, like, you know, Congress is not meeting again until after the election. So officially, we know that there is going to be no stimulus until mm. after the election. At the very you, least. Is this I a mean, new topic you want to get into? Well, I mean, this is part of the same topic. Okay, I mean, because McConnell's heavily involved. Yes. I think it's like it's a very interesting thing because they've locked in that decision. Mm. Like we are not 
we're not using the stimulus as a way to gain votes. Idiotic decision. We've so been talking dumb. about this for weeks. Absolutely idiotic decision. And I think that it's like the only thing that can seal their, their defeat mm. in an absolute way is the fact that they're not giving the stimulus. That was an absolutely brain-dead move, and it kind of makes me think, again, that people like McConnell have something else in mind. It's dumb. And you were because... mentioning his plan, right? Yeah, it's There dumb. must be something to it. Yeah, it's, There's no it's way so that they're dumb. doing that for because, no reason. Because, like, this, like, oh, vote me in and I'll give you a stimulus check. But, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we can all agree. I feel like Biden's going to give a stimulus check, right, if, if the House Or at least allowed. something, you know? Like, like so. I can't say Biden's going to be great, but I believe that, yes, he would probably do something for working people at the very mm. least because he's not an idiot. He sees the writing on the wall. And he knows people are dying. Like, mm. he has practically no choice but to do a stimulus. Yeah. And neither does Trump. But I guess he doesn't see that. Like, he doesn't understand that he has no choice mm. but to do it. And I think Biden probably at least has yeah. that much political savvy. Just some, it could be good, could be bad. Who knows? Yeah, and before we uh, move, uh, move away from this, I just want to say I'm still seeing people, like, blame Nancy Pelosi uh, for these uh, stimulus negotiations on Twitter, and it's, and it's so ridiculous. Like, have they forgotten that? Like, uh, we I, I don't want to get too much into this. We already talked about this last podcast, but it's the Republicans who are fucking over the working class in these stimulus negotiations. Like, there's right. no reason to to be trying to fuck Nancy Pelosi. I mean, I, I, of course, I want Nancy Pelosi out of the House of Representatives because she's yeah. she's a fucking Republican sucking uh, boot sucker, right? For, yeah. She had that one weird clip. She's like, I think we need to have a strong Republican Party. You know, it's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. First of all. But, you know, I the don't classic good it. old boys yeah. Yeah, thing. But, uh, yeah. I, mean, let's I don't know. Here. Yeah, like like David said, we don't have to get into it. We talk about that every week. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, though, Grunt mm -hmm. says, Reddit pretends to be left-leaning, but there's so many conservative takes on r slash all regularly. So unbelievably true. And that mm -hmm. I think that really speaks to the people's lack of political education. They they understand that they're, you know, they believe themselves to be progressive and liberal. So they latch on to like those what they believe are liberal takes. But in many cases, those takes are made by people who don't necessarily have a great political education. They're just making decisions. And like they're often influenced heavily by propaganda, which have which tends to be right leaning. You know, they don't understand that what they're saying is it is not progressive at all. It's conservative. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's why Reddit a lot of times purports to be liberal or pretends to be, but isn't necessarily in some mm. And that's and I think liberalness should be like the baseline. David, what you said about Nancy Pelosi, like it is so true. Nancy Pelosi is awful and I hate her. But like she should be the bottom, bottom tier, bottom of the barrel. Like it should be like anyone who says like both parties are the same. I mean, that's obviously a lie. Nancy Pelosi is bad, but she's not a conservative or a fascist. You know, one is mm. obviously worse. The key is, though, not to mm. be con uh, content with just removing the fa uh, the fascists and the conservatives. You want to go one step further yeah. and also remove the liberals. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. But, we can uh, move on. I mean, let's move on here. Uh, so the next thing uh, I want to talk about, which is a pretty interesting story. I'm surprised this didn't get uh, a lot of coverage here, is that Joe Biden had an assassination attempt uh, that was thwarted by the FBI. Have you heard anything about this? I heard very little about it. And yeah, I'm also mm. surprised there hasn't been much coverage because that's like a home run for Democrats. Like, oh my God, they tried to kill the fucking <laughs> president. The, the, like the next like, president, like, yeah, like already. So like this guy, a 19 year old uh, Seattle native, uh, Alexander, right? Uh, he, he admitted to uh, attempting to assassinate Joe Biden and what they found in their car. I was like, wait, what the, what the fuck? What they found this in his, in his van. So they found, what was it? Uh, 
uh, an AR-15 uh, semi-automatic uh, semi rifle, a 9mm piece, uh, pistol, explosives, and a book on how to make your own explosive device. And that's not even the crazy part. There was also half a million dollars in cash chilling in what? his van. Yeah. Okay, first of all, I have several comments. First of all, they write books on how to make bombs. And second of all, yeah. where do I check out a book like that? Third mm. of all, how do you have $500,000 in cash? And um, I guess that's all. Three questions. Uh, apparently, <laughs> how we got the money, which what I was most curious about. Like, how does the fuck is this 19 year old have a half a million cash yeah. chilling? Yeah. Uh, apparently, he got, um, like, a, a endowed it. So, like, a, in da oh, yeah. like by his parents or something. Yeah. Oh, sick. Okay, so he's just a trust fund baby. He got mm -hmm. probably radicalized. He lives in Seattle, so mm -hmm. he's like discontent with everything. He's like, God, all these Fuck fucking Antifa. liberal cucks are all around me. I yeah. can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. And he wants to take his revenge on someone, so he chooses, mm -hmm. yeah, Joe Biden <laughs> for some reason. It, uh, it's the crazy. communist leader, Joe Biden. Yeah, and fucking Marxist Leninist Joe Biden. Yeah. Fucking crazy. With fucking uh, commie hilarious. Right. God, it's... It, but it, I, I thought it was fucking insane. Right. Like, I, I haven't heard any... Maybe because, like, he didn't get too far. It was just, uh like, uh, this van. Uh, it was, like, nearby. Uh, and, like, he had maybe it was, like, in the in the beginning stages. But, you know, I'm surprised this is what I'm talking about. Because the kidnapping of that yeah. Mich uh, Michigan governor, you know, that was covered a lot. Right. That was huge. That news. was uh, yeah. pretty big news. It kind of reminds me of, like, we briefly mentioned the, the judge that was involved in an Epstein-like mm -hmm. case. Like, her, her son and husband were, like, killed or something. Oh, yeah, her son, like, her son the opened the door and yeah. got fucking blasted. Yeah, yeah. because, like, uh, like, they were trying to kill her or whatever. And mm -hmm. I feel like that, too, was, like, another one of those things where it was just swept. Like, no one really talked mm -hmm. about it, you know? It was weird. It's weird how, like, yeah. some things get into the news and some don't, even when they're comparable, you know? I, mm. arguably the biden assassination is worse than the attempted kidnapping because i mean i don't know like all i think that the truth is is that a lot of these fbi like thwarted plans mm. aren't really like as bad as they make it out to be i think a lot of them it's the because they don't let caught, it happen yes you know? <laughs> exactly like the ones that get caught they're like already fucked from the beginning yeah i think like, the, the Mugish, uh, michigan governor one like the reason why i think that one blew up a little more is because that was like a group of people like uh trying to do this yeah. shit and uh there was like some footage that got released and i think they had a a, a person like uh in on it like uh, in the fbi like who was like teaching them how yeah, to do that's shit what, i think that that's like 99 percent of cases that the fbi actually case uh catches is mm -hmm. like where they're already in like they already know and the only mm -hmm. reason they're allowing it to get that far is so that they can catch as many people as possible it's kind of yeah. like valve like anti-cheat where they don't ban people right away like but mm -hmm. in real life <laughs> you know like yeah for real uh, it's but also, it makes them look good as well. You know, when you get a headline where it's like FBI thwarts assassination mm. attempt, like that's a great way to secure funding. And you know, if you take any classes on like government allocation, or if you're an economist, like you'll learn about the fact that there's a ton of waste when it comes to like FBI, like NSA stuff like that. They create programs just to spend government money, like only be because like if they don't spend it, they don't get it, right? Mm. And there's a ton of waste, and like programs like this in the fbi to catch terrorists like all these positives that they're getting a lot of them are just artificially created like they'll radicalize people and intentionally get them to like commit terrorist acts mm -hmm. and then you know arrest them so to commit that's terror. an interesting thing to consider I'm not saying yeah. all terrorists are like you know secret fbi agents but it's something to consider they've done it before so mm. yeah but 
Uh, just uh, more insane news. Like that. That is crazy. Uh, but I feel like you know, there's nothing else to talk about there. Let's move on to the to the next thing we got here, uh, which uh, you put down, I believe. Shit. Uh, uh, so, uh, economics are gawking at Joe Biden for his shitty oh, yeah. debt forgiveness <laughs> program. Neoliberalism uh, yes. is gnawing at the heart of this country. Yes. So so Biden's new. So everyone knows about the Biden mm. forgiveness program, which we're supposed to pretend is great. You know, ten thousand dollars off your loans. People on Reddit are going up, you know, oh, it's better than nothing. You weren't going to get any dollars under Trump. It's like, okay, fuck, motherfucker, Bernie's plan was to forgive all student debt. So, like, mm. already, like, and Bernie was al- already not even that radical. So, Biden's $10,000 plan is literally a spit in the face of working like, people that have, like, 70, is like nothing 80 grand to, of debt. To the amount of yeah. loan people take out. Like, a spit insane. in the face. Seriously. And then and then on top of that, Biden just recently announced his campaign announced that for public workers, mm. they're going to have this program where basically for every year of work, they forgive ten thousand dollars or whatever of, uh, of, of payment. And the, and the idea is that over time you repay your loans by working for the state. But but I mean, that's just like wage slavery with extra steps. It's not really I don't understand this whole thing. Like it's so means tested. You have to work for the government. Yeah, so so that automatically assumes a you're eligible to work mm. you want to work for the government like the like the jobs are shit like it assumes that the job you get is available and not shitty mm. the pay is probably it needs to be better than the private sector to attract people. there's so many problems with it and it's so shitty and neoliberal and means tested and people are in love with this shit they're like i can't wait i would literally cry if i got fifty thousand dollars off like which of course my heart breaks for them mm. But God damn, like do something more. Give us something, man. Biden is so shitty. Yeah. Like he only does half measures. He'll never go the whole way. Uh, I, I worry that, um, like, you know, of course, like with a Biden presidency, you know, people are going to stop. You know, we talk about this like in every episode, uh, another thing. But like people are going to stop, you know, going out there, getting on the streets. You know, people are going to settle for uh, Joe Biden because they're going to like the normalcy. But no, like we need to fucking yeah. go out there. We need to, tr- you know, try our best. Uh, fucking keep on, you know, the same amount of pressure on, on Joe yeah. Biden. Yeah, I don't know, man. That that, that really, like, broke my heart uh, when I saw the, the $10,000 thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's such a pittance, man. And it's like, mm-hmm. it won't do anything. All it does is relieve just that little bit of pressure. It's like they're opening this valve and, like, a little bit of steam is coming out. And we can last another 10 years before we get to the point where it's going to boil over again. Like, it's just putting a timeline on something that really just needs to come to an end immediately. And I don't know the, 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 the piecemeal fashion that neoliberals choose to tackle things like student debt is so harmful to working people. It really annoys me. Yeah. Um, Michael Stevens says nothing will fundamentally change. I mean, that was his slogan, man. Uh, we, and we should, yeah. we should believe that he's not going to lie about that. Um, uh, Fritz I says, anything up. more than, uh, okay. Brit says anything more than bare minimum would assume they care about us. Absolutely, yeah. And it's it's the perfect example of Bismarckian politics, a- aka give people the bare minimum that you need mm-hmm. to to keep them from revolting. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's you never give them more than than what they need to stop from beheading you. Basically, yeah. like you just want to keep your head attached to your body and extract as much excess mm-hmm. capital as possible while doing so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really a great example of that. Fritz also says the political pressures now are higher than the Civil War era. I I definitely agree with that, but I think that the 
ability for it to bubble over into like a physical conflict or a, a countrywide civil war, I think that that's different. I don't necessarily think that the conditions are the same, but I think the mm. problems are the same. And I think that's yeah. a really good observation you're making as well. Yeah, that's why I really like um, Bernie Sanders because like he was always saying like, you know, our work doesn't end on November 3rd. You know, we're going to keep on going, you know, past after we win the election, we're going to keep on going uh, fighting for what we want. You know, but um, I just hope that people just aren't um, just are just fine with just Joe Biden. So what I'm hoping for. A lot of people are coming out. Absolutely. So like hopefully a lot of people like, you know, there's there's a lot of things, you know, going on and people are getting more involved with the political process. Um, and then we have yeah. another story here. Uh, I want to talk. I want to talk about, you know, AOC. L- let's get into the, the AOC. So AOC, I don't know if you know, did a huge motherfucking Among Us stream. Yeah, it I was there. The Were you guys up. there? I was there. Yeah, I was there. Were you guys there? It was huge. And it was, it it was, was definitely yeah. uh, definitely entertaining to see. Uh, these, I have um, to say. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm mm. very, I was very impressed. Like, it was amazing. It was actually mm. great. They did a great job putting it together. Mm. Hassan helped. I know Pokimane was involved. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a big Watch fan of those Twitch people. Right, yeah. So, not that I watch Twitch often, but, like, I admire mm. those people's content, you know? Mm. It was great of them to work with her, and I thought it was great. Mm. And she was, like, she's so relatable, dude. Honestly, it's hard not to love AOC. Like, every time mm. I see footage of her or anything, she's, like, she's so young, I guess. So, I identify with her a lot more mm. than normal politicians, you know? Um, yeah, I, I was surprised with the quality. I it was really fun. Yeah, I was really surprised yeah. with how uh, well done. You know, I thought there was going to be more technical issues. But yeah, it was really good. Uh, but another, uh, I want to talk about, so what do you think? Do you think this uh, really helped uh, bring people to out to vote? I think like uh, the gamer generation, mm. the gamer demographic, I think, is uniquely uh, positioned in a place where people like AOC actually mm. can make a huge difference in terms of uh, voter mm. turnout. I think like a lot of young people need to be energized, like need to be pushed into voting. Mm-hmm. And AOC talked a lot in the stream about the new democratic thing of making a voting plan, which is basically just looking at it like a ballot online, figuring out who you want to vote for, deciding where you're going to go and re- making sure you're registered, AK- mm-hmm. you know, all that shit, etc. And I actually do think that, yeah, that probably is an effective way to get people to vote. Um, it's a real shame that it's for Joe Biden because I think like if it yeah. were for a different candidate, it would be a great way to get young people involved in mm. grassroots organizing. And she talked about that on the stream, and I can tell that like, or you know, just psychoanalyzing her. I don't know her in real life or anything, but just by what she says, I could, I almost feel like she wants to say more, you know, like wants to be more radical. But of course, she has to toe the line and support uh, Biden uh, because Trump winning is a very bad thing that she doesn't want to see happen so yeah but overall i thought it was a great stream um and i think a lot of young people probably are energized from that yeah Yeah. um yeah i want to talk because people were saying like uh you know i don't think the aoc streamed really did anything you know gamers you know really very centrist you know i don't care about politics but i think what's most important the most important thing is that like this isn't for the people like it may like you know some people may have you know it's like been swayed to vote right but uh, we we really want to see is like all the very young kids who aren't able to vote yet. They you know they're excited. They they see the Among Us. You know they see the this uh, good message to vote. You know make change in your communities and stuff like that. And they take that to heart. And like those kids, they're gonna remember that for like the rest of their life. Like like oh my god, like I'm excited about the political process because um, people are made to seem like oh it's so boring to vote. It's like it's a it's a hassle. Like you don't feel good. But I, I think like. 
you know, I feel good when I vote. Like, I, I felt like I'd done something, yeah. you know. I, feel, I think it feels good to vote. Um, and, like, you know, like, people really need to get more excited to vote, you know. Like, the turnout's going to be hu- fucking humongous uh, this year. But, like, in previous years, bro, like, fucking no one fucking came out to vote. Like, people were like, oh. Well, but don't you think that's a symptom of yeah. the, the low, like, excitement for the for the politicians that we mm. have though i, I mean, mean like, yeah, that's true as well it's hard to say it's hard to blame hard people to vote not to be voting well. for hillary clinton you know like it's hard to blame people not to get excited about that and mm. i don't know it's it's interesting to see years like this where we have huge surges mm. because it kind of gives you a, an insight into the mind of the average person like like voting for hillary clinton before trump was president obviously wasn't enough of an incentive for normal people to go out and vote because no one voted for it. Yeah. But now that Trump has been president for four years, people are really excited to vote for Biden, even though, like we said earlier, he's mm. not exactly much more progressive than Hillary was anyway. So it really kind of like gives you an insight into what people care about. And what a major thing they care about is how loud is our president? How belligerent mm. is he? How annoying is he? How often does he post on Twitter? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. these are the things that Americans care about. Uh-huh. And I think it, the voting numbers show that. Yeah, but also um, another thing that Trump campaigned in 2016 was, uh, you know, they're like, how can we, uh, you know, these people might not vote for the Republican Party, but how can we get them to not want to vote for the Democrats? And like, surprisingly, right. that was very successful, and um, they yeah. convinced a lot of people not to vote. But, it was you know. successful because the Democrats were their allies in that. Like yeah. the Republicans, they smartly realized that the Democrats' biggest enemies were themselves because mm-hmm. they were more willing than the Republicans to pick people who didn't necessarily align with the the party's constituents' opinions, and because you know they would prefer the donor money over the voter support. And the Democrats made a calculation, and they decided that that was worth it. It was mm-hmm. worth losing to Trump in 2016, and I mean that's how you really have to look at it. Like. Mm-hmm. It's not a mistake that they made. It's a calculation that they made. It wasn't an accident. Um, yeah, and I think, I don't know, it, it really just puts that on display for everyone to see. Uh, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the Democratic Party. Yeah. And, you know, while we're on the topic of AOC, mm. uh, AOC has been spearheading this new Democratic thing where she wants to pack the court. You know, they want to expand the court. Uh, we mentioned earlier, Amy Barrett is, was confirmed last night. Yes as the 115th Supreme court justice of our country. And AOC is the, one of the first democratic voices to say, if they're going to bulldoze her through, we're just going to grow the court. And that's it. The Supreme court's just going to have more than nine people now. Um, what do you think about that strategy? Do you think it's going to be a success? Do you think it's a good idea? What do you, do you think there's any like shortcomings? I mean, like, I want to hear your opinion. We're just going to like, I feel like expand the court i feel like it should be a good thing because like i don't want a fucking republican majority of you know uh court here like it's gonna fucking suck uh we you know mitch mcconnell like clearly he has something in the works by trying to rush in this uh appointment right uh expanding the courts uh but i can see it going both ways really i can see it that they the republicans you know we expand the court uh this presidency uh they expand the court next presidency uh, so like we might just see like uh, who knows how large uh, we're gonna see the the court become. Right. I I don't know. It's it. That's the thing that concerns me is like who's to say that every election after this is mm. not just gonna yeah. be like we grow the court by two, right? Yeah. It, it's it's. I actually think it's good though because it lowers people's faith in the Supreme Court. I think that's actually mm. a really important thing right now. And I I don't know if AOC means to do this. 
but I think if the Democrats do this strategy, that would be one of the unintended potential positive effects. Or at least be able because, to vote these people out. Yes, exactly. Like we need to do something. And I think people need to realize the average person needs to realize how dumb and stupid the Supreme Court is. Like from day one, it was created to be a way to supersede the will of the popular, yep. you know, the popular will of the people. Right. So it needs to be done away with entirely. But until then, we can bend the rules and break the rules and mm. make up our own rules because it shows people that it was all bullshit in the first place. And really, mm. it was all just a political game. And they yeah. didn't really care about the rules at all because they don't. And it's all a farce. And the, but that's the that's the reason Democrats are so scared to do mm. it, though, because they know that they yeah. know if people lose faith in the in the process, it makes it harder to you know get people to care about it, which means Democrats lose more. So it's a very delicate process to deal with. And it, it kind of excites me to see AOC talking about it because I think it's a good strategy if you want Democrats to win. Mm -hmm. But as far as long-term, I don't know if it's going to be good because Republicans can just do the same, like David was saying. You yeah. know, there's nothing to stop them. Yeah, but um, I feel like it's a good uh, place to stop the, that topic. If, uh, if this red state's blue drain, I don't know. What that's about is that yeah yeah that? we'll bring that up i wanted to mention too though uh, zeon says welcome to 2032 there are 33 33 supreme court justices nothing is true everything is permitted i can't wait for that day man all drugs are legal mm -hmm. uh but abortion is still illegal of course mm -hmm. um zeon says like people like people will look up to us for some stupid reason do you think biden will repair the imperialist reputation that the u.s has like people will look up to us for some stupid reason actually i think that's a great question and i think the answer is yes and I think that we have a great example of that under under Biden's previous administration, because hmm. in in terms of Obama, Obama, he was a warmonger just like George Bush was. I mean, maybe he didn't kill a million Iraqis, but he definitely was on par in terms of moral decisions. I would say he killed plenty of innocent people, and we continue to do so to this day. I think that he that Barack Obama is great evidence that yes, a liberal president can whitewash America's involvement in like imperial affairs overseas because when the president is not tweeting about the coup that they're committing it's not exactly public knowledge people aren't aren't as involved in it and it kind of flies under the radar mm. you know it's not like it's not like afghani orphans are tweeting like lol barack obama just drone striked my hospital mm -hmm. so we don't really hear about that shit and no one really cares at least under trump it's kind of annoying and loud so people get involved in it i am very concerned zeon about the imperial image of the u.s kind of going away under under biden and i hope to be able to do my part in making mm. sure that does not happen because it's very dangerous but uh yeah we can definitely move on to the next next topic okay fail true uh custom says i let my pet tarantula sleep on my cock dude it's like a perfect like ornament you know people like to put nuts on a truck put tarantulas on a cock bro no no person yeah. will ever say no to that Dude, I don't even know when I gave uh, John a uh, fucking ad uh, admin. He must have, like, came by, like, one day. And John's an admin, it. but I'm not. Interesting. Yeah. You have to pay a premium for that service. Yeah. Patreons only. Mm. Uh, $20 uh, a month version. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's the episode. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm ready to sign off here. If, uh, yeah, ready. I'm ready. Play so, it out. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good-ass stream, boys. As always, I've always had fun every time. There was a lot of uh, interesting topics this week. And hopefully, next week is election week. And we'll be uh, doing another podcast on the day of the election. So that might yeah. be... Uh, Let's do a live. We're going to do a live yeah. thing. 
it's gonna be we'll like a, might be a longer episode. We might like you know do our regular uh, airing of the podcast, but then we might uh, stay off like after we end it. You know, stay to coverage, do some live coverage of the election night because that should be interesting. And I want to thank everyone oh, yeah. who came out. You know, uh, in the chat here, uh, uh, Michael, Stefan, we got here. We got custom ability, Zeon pilot. Uh, we saw that uh, Fritz was in here earlier. Uh, yeah, Grunt980, Justin Edwards. Thank you, guys. These are all yeah. people who came out into the chat. And if you're wondering, how do I how do I watch the, the Left and the South live? You know, I always hear Caleb talking to the chat, and I get a little jealous. You know, but let me tell you, it is easy how to arrive at these podcasts. You know, you might be working, unfortunately. But, hey, we, we try to go live at 5 p.m. Uh, EST, Eastern Standard Time. So, like, on our YouTube channel, Left in the South, easy. Just type in Left in the South in YouTube and uh, should, uh, should be one of the first results. Perfect time for you to throw it on while you're driving home from work. Yes. You know, swerving between lanes, mm-hmm. pulling us up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Or if you're about to even have sex, like, it's some, it's some good background. Yes. I've heard that my voice actually increases boner size by 10 to 15%. So, mm. give it a try. And make sure to message us any experiences, yeah. uh, sexual only. Yeah, mm. if we make you come, uh, let us know on Twitter. Uh, Left in the South podcast. DMs are open. Uh, Let's podcast underscore. Yes. But, you know, that's been another episode. Episode 37. Uh, I had a good time. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. The So I've been seeing a lot, David. You may yes. have seen this topic come up. You may have heard things mm. on Reddit about this a lot. Even average people, people I know, make this argument. Red states, when it comes to government spending... Mm. Red states are a drain on society and blue states are a gain on society. And what they mean by that is like states like California, when it comes to taxes, they're paying in a lot of taxes. Mm. Well, while states like Mississippi, Georgia, even my state of Tennessee, they tend to drain taxes out of, uh, you know, through public programs like Medicare, Mm. Medicaid, uh, you know, or or other government assisted programs uh, like SNAP, things like that. Anyway, the... I, I actually think that this rhetoric is very dangerous and I, I personally can't really support it. I think that this is classist. Mm-hmm. I think that it's really cringe and it concerns me. I think that when people say like red states just drain, it turns it into a class warfare thing, but mm-hmm. between the wrong between the wrong thing. Uh, it, rather than poor people and and working people together versus capital, it's capital owners and other workers against poor people you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it turns poor people into the enemy and i think that's really dumb because like when you say red states are a drain you're totally ignoring the context of why those states are that way like why people who live there Mm -hmm. don't have access to the facilities that they should it's not because they're stupid and poor and racist you know they're racist of course and that's bad and they, they are stupid and that's bad and they have way more kids than the average Mm -hmm. you know upper class household which is probably bad and there's a number of things that are bad but those are symptoms those aren't those aren't the causing problem yeah and i think that the red state blue state thing it's very classist and it makes me uncomfortable do you agree or or disagree yeah no i agree with you it's uh, definitely weird because like i mean even california it's like california's gdp is like higher than a lot of countries just that state alone so it's like weird to to make this uh like a comparison because like no the other no other state in the United States can even compare to California's GDP. 
right and like and then also like when it comes to taxes and stuff a lot of red states i mean they're free market economy states more so than places like california Mm. there's fewer regulations like tax revenue is lower like every on every metric like even people who live there they're not making decisions to be a drain on society they just happen to live somewhere that put takes in more resources i don't think it's fair to blame the people that live there um i don't understand that even because kind of the whole rhetoric of the democratic party is that oh we want to expand access to these Mm. uh, social programs like that could mean that blue states that right now are in the in the in the positive so to speak in terms of government spending uh, aka they put in more than they take out that could change under biden if he decides to include more of these social programs which is a good thing i mean government spending is not like a household you don't need to make a budget and be like oh we have this much money to spend that's not how it works you're allowed to create money you're allowed to make up bullshit because it's all imaginary Mm. and and republicans understand that and that's why they're able to you know do more change when they need to Mm. Um, but i'm afraid that biden people like him don't necessarily understand that they're not willing to use the tools of government to uh, actually make change Zion says a lot of those states are also havens for the upper class and those that abuse the workers, especially New York and California. Very true. Mm. And they make their money in states that are lower regulation, like Georgia, for example. If you look in uh, in the movie industry, Georgia is one of the places where most movies in North America are filmed because they offer huge subsidies for film companies. Do you th- how much of that do you think is kicked back to workers or in that industry in Georgia? Slim to none. A lot of these profits mm. are going straight back to Hollywood. That's a great example like of what yeah. Zeon says. The walking these, dead. these red states are havens for people to extract capital and then take it back to the coastal cities where they live so they can have amazing yeah. cities to live in. And yeah, it's definitely bad. No, no, I definitely agree. This is a, a good point you're making out here. Like, um, it's fucked. It's really fucked, you know. Like, uh, we see the capitalists, you know, they we see them abuse, you know, other countries outside the United States, but the abuse is right. also coming from within. Exactly, yeah. Zion says, not only that, but there won't be as much issue with unions in Georgia. Very true, yeah. It's also a cultural thing. Zion brings up a great point, too. It's like a lot of workers in the U.S. are, like, I'll use the word content. They're content to be abused and exploited mm. because they don't understand uh, the, the level of exploitation. They're kind of like, when, like, you talk to a working person, especially like in a place like Georgia where exploitation is much higher. Uh ask them like what they think about their job and you can kind of figure out like this person's working for a stupid low wage they're working stupid high hours with no benefits they don't have health insurance Mm. but then you ask them like how they are and they're saying like i'm doing great i'm living my best life it's like they don't even Mm. realize the level of is my bud my budweiser and my shotgun caleb exactly yeah 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 yeah, but uh, um, we saw that Zion says mm. we saw that here in my local stuff where people ran over each other to give labor for free just to be in a show or a movie and they know that and use it. Yeah, exactly. Very predatory. Scary. Man. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah, but I want I want to get into uh something the topic that is you know, might might tilt some people in the chat. Might might get their blood's boiling, might get their blood pressure a little up, right? Uh this is a very popular uh, I feel like uh it resurgenced uh recently uh let's, let's fucking show the audience here this image right here kill why don't you read that for us jesus okay if you can see that to all tenants please understand if joe biden is elected as our next president everything you do and have to pay for will change completely 
everything will be increased. Like paying a lot more in taxes, utilities, gasoline, groceries, new permits, fees, and regulations. Everything! This also means your rent will be increased to cover these expenses, most likely doubling in price. If the current president is re-elected, we will not raise the rent for at least two years. Voting is your choice, and we're not telling you how to vote. But by the way, we're just informing you, our, our tenants, what we will do according to the election results. If Trump wins, we all win. If Biden wins, we all lose. Signed, your neighborhood leech. Yes, and this is um, a letter tenants from this building got from their landlord, uh, which is truly fucking just despicable. Like, like I'm not saying you know vote Trump, but or you know <laughs> vote Trump or else. Yeah, I'm I'm like oh ninety percent sure man. this is electioneering and definitely a federal crime. Um, and and Zeon says Mao was right. I can't say that on YouTube, but. I just thought I would mm. read the comment. I'm not saying whether mm. I agree with it or not, but maybe yeah. I do. I'm just Ye curious to, as to what it would look like uh, with this person's uh, head in a guillotine. I'm just curious. Like, what, what I'm would just that curious. Look like? Yeah, exactly. What right. Like, like, I'm not saying do it. I'm not saying do it. I yeah. would never advocate for that because it would be highly illegal. But I'm just yeah. saying it would be interesting to know what it would like, be like. I, I th I, yeah, it would be. I wonder what that looks like. It's no more than that. It's just a thought experiment. Yeah. Like, sometimes you're sitting around, you're like, I wonder what it would be like to, you know, crash my car or something like that. It's just you're just mm. thinking about it. You would mm. never do it, mm. you know? It definitely would be interesting to see uh, that. But if anyone wants to buy a 2006 Kia Rio with a retitled uh, <laughs> a retitled car, you know, mm. go ahead and hit me up. Uh, you can message me on Twitter. Yeah, yeah but uh, I just think this is how many Legal other title. landlords are secretly doing this, you know, uh, without, uh, you know, say, you know, telling their being this blatant about it. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, my God. It's awful. I hate landlords. I mean, like, mm. we've talked about my fucking landlord in this podcast. There was a whole landlord saga of this podcast. Caleb was, my... like, on the verge of being homeless. Uh, yeah, like, I never realized as a kid, like, people mm. joke about that shit. They, they make, like, this... It's like a commonly accepted mm. thing that landlords are just parasites. Oh yeah, landlords you know, they're gonna steal your you know, no matter how clean your apartment is, you know, you say yeah. goodbye to your deposit, you might as well kiss that goodbye. Uh, you're never gonna yeah, see that I again. I was just telling I was just telling my girlfriend that the other day. She mm. was like, Well, well I, she we were budgeting because we're planning on moving after we graduate, right? Mm. We're budgeting. She's like, Oh, don't forget we're gonna get our like two thousand five hundred dollars back for our deposit. I was like, we're not getting no, that shit. Not. What are you talking about? We're not they're gonna be that. like, um they're gonna like fucking punch a hole in the wall. There's like, so we found this yeah. hole in the wall here <laughs> and we're gonna have to keep your deposit to to fix this whole entire uh apartment. Yeah, man. Oh my god. If I got this letter on mm. my door, I don't even know what I mean. Like my blood would be boiling. I honestly don't know what I would do. Like it's just, what do you? What do you do? I mean, it's not like you it's have like much. You can't recourse, do anything. Right? Like, yeah, you, you just do? you're just shit out of you luck, I guess. But fucking yeah. parasites, man. So disgusting. I just I hate landlords. And and Mao had a lot of good points. Mm. Like I don't know in that particular field. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I just think that he was a great thinker and yeah. i look up to him a lot i mean if you don't want to lose your head just get a job a real job exactly yeah get a fucking job get a fucking uh, instead of uh stealing one third of your tenants wages yeah one third if you're lucky man yeah. shit dude rent is more than 80 percent of my income like That's when, when i was working at kroger my income it was 80 percent of my income mm. Yeah, and it's crazy so. because, like, you know, they always like, oh, find an apartment that, you know, that's one third of your wage. Uh, be prepared to give yeah. that up uh, to your tenant, uh, to your landlord, right? 
but like that's not the case the case for most people. Most people are like living fucking paycheck to paycheck. Like fucking if one incident happens to them, yeah. like like let's say they fucking need to get a new tire. Well, I can't pay <laughs> yeah, right, this month. Yeah, right, a flat month. tire even. Uh, even a $200 expense like a flat tire is is like a world-shattering event. Mm. And also I wanted to say too like kind of to harken back to the blue state red state mm. thing. People like to pretend that living in California means you're automatically rich, but like it's kind of the same thing. Like you're living paycheck to paycheck, all the numbers are just like forward. You know, mm. it's like a wow level squish. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're level 50 now, but you have the same stats as you were when you were level 120, you know what I yeah. mean? Like people who are living in California making 150 grand, they're they're one two hundred dollar expense away from bankruptcy just like you. Mm. They just pay a lot more in, in everything. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's just uh increased. Yeah. As Ian says, one third of your wages, so like one fiftieth of the value of your labor. Exactly. Cause like we're already only getting like one fiftieth yeah. of our labor anyway, and then one third of that goes away to the fucking landlord. At the end of the day, we're only getting like one, you know, one percent of what we're actually worth these mm. days, man. It's crazy to me how sometimes jokes will enter into the common parlance. You know, like people are like, landlords are parasites, they should mm. all die, you know, everything like that. Mm. But then like no one actually it's a joke. Like it a similar thing happens with lawyers as well. Like people hate lawyers and they're like, they're so awful, they're so terrible. But then like in real life, they don't care. They treat lawyers with respect. Yeah. Right? I don't understand why people treat landlords with respect is basically what I'm saying. You know, I would never be friends with a landlord. Like if mm. one of my friends was a landlord, like that would be it. That would be the end of the friendship. A friendship. <laughs> it's morally objection yeah. objectionable to me. Yeah, it's truly fucked. Hopefully, yeah. uh, uh, just a couple of points before we move on. Zion says, as of January 2019, 27% of people experiencing homelessness in the entire United States are in California. Dude, that is so awful. And if you've ever been there, I've only been there a couple times in my life, but mm. Like, you know it. You see it, man. You drive down the streets, there's, like, people, people just homeless on the side of the streets. Yep. Yeah, like, it's it's horrific. I mean, it's a commonplace thing. Mm. He also says, nationwide, more than half of the people experiencing unsheltered homelessness, homelessness reside in California. That is insane. I mean, even though it's the biggest state, like, it, it's just, it's crazy to me. Half of the homeless people live there. And, like, yeah. shit, I see homeless people all the time here. Because then they uh, yeah. they do these uh, cleaning sweeps. We had a discussion about this uh, yeah. like a couple episodes ago, and it was like, oh, cleaning sweeps. They're gonna clean up this pog champ, right? But actually, <laughs> right. no. What they're cleaning up is homeless people, uh, homelessness Homes off the streets of homeless people. Uh, yeah, yeah like tents and shit like that. Then like, you know, up. putting up uh, anti yeah. uh, places where you can't sleep. You know, putting up those uh, fucking like spikes and shit. It's like it's fucking. Yeah, I watched some footage of a cop like taking a Bowie knife to someone's tent. Like, mm. I swear, like, how do you not just cap that guy right there, bro? Like, seriously, like, how mm. can you have so little empathy right. in they, your like, life? They, like, they're all for defending the property, but, like, you know, yeah. I guess, you know, the homeless assistance, like, eh. I would not be able to sleep with my, like, sleep at night. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I was doing shit like that. I don't get how people do that. I really mm. don't. Yeah, it sucks. But, but uh, yeah. wanna, let's move into some of the last topics here. But, mm. yeah. one thing, if you okay. don't mind, uh, Elon Musk. Yes. Okay. Starlink. You know the satellite internet program. They're really that, big yeah. into it. It's their, it's their flagship product right now. I'd say, other mm. than of course, you know, their Teslas as well. It mm. all. I mean, Tesla's always going to be what they're known for. But the Starlink thing is blowing up right now, and there is new news. There was an internal email among people who were involved in the uh, like beta of of the Starlink. They did like a private mm. internal beta where you know developers were able to use it to test it out now public 
uh, finally get access to it now. Mm. And it's it's looking kind of good. So in an email, they said that the internet's going to cost approximately 100 bucks a month plus $500 upfront for the receiver, which is just like when you get satellite TV, like a guy comes to your house and puts a dish on your roof. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Yeah, same thing for like bucks. paying the cable and like, a, a, like yeah. adding all the wires and shit, yeah. Right, exactly. So it's similar to that, a little bit more expensive, but mm-hmm. it's a one-time expense of 500 bucks. And the speeds are as follows. Approximately 50 to 150 megabits download. Uh, they did not mention upload, so I'm assuming it's about the same, maybe less. Uh, 20 to 40 millisecond latency and you may notice it's pretty big like uh, gap it all has to do with just basically where the satellites are uh, they call it the constellation like where it is in its orbit mm. literally i mean it's beaming the signal to a fucking satellite so it matters but also most importantly it really matters because during times when there is no satellite coverage you don't have internet you lose total access to the internet there and and they said in the email there will be times when you lose access entirely because we don't have the necessary coverage to give you internet at all times. I mean, that's, that's a killer for me. Yeah. Man. That yeah, sucks. Like, yeah. For real. Like why? Like, yeah. Like seriously, like it's not ready. If that's the case, then it's not ready. Yeah, I mean, it is a more beta, satellites so... up there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I saw something too, that uh, the, the estimated cost for this was, they say it's $10 billion. I don't believe that it has to be higher. And, and I mean, even if it is higher though, even if it is 10 billion, like let's go with their estimate. Mm. How do they make money? Like it's where, because, uh, they plan what is the demographic? To, um, well, you see, you know how there's like, you know, the, uh, ISP monopolies that they've set up. Cause it's not easy setting up an ISP business, right? That's why these monopolies right. form and you know, there's, the yeah, East it's Coast a natural monopoly. The, right. Yeah. And, um, so like there, you know, finally there's uh, some competition against these ISP monopolies. Maybe, you know, there people are tired of, uh, you know, fucking Bright House or whatever it's called, Spectrum now, um, and yeah. the other ISPs. Uh, you know, they they want they want something. Finally, there's a you know, hey, I I can switch to Elon Musk Starlink shit because it's available in my area because you know it's all going all around the world now. So uh, do you, you know, think that that's actually gonna happen? Because I mean, the price if is it's pretty good bad, hundred bucks. It's it, not though. I don't think yeah. it is. I don't think I mean, it's not, there yeah. yet. Because like, right. if you look at the if speeds, I mean, like, let's go with the highest speeds yeah. just to be fair to them. But like, I mean, let's be honest. They're not going to be getting the highest speeds. Satellite mm. internet is dog. I mean, like, the, we like no matter how good you have it, it's not going to be as good as fiber. It's just not made to do that. And I understand that that's not the demographic, right? Mm. They're not. If you have access to fiber internet, mm. you're never gonna use Starlink. It's not for you. Maybe I get also that. it's uh, to to these rural places where you have to pay people to like yeah. set up infrastructure to get internet out there to your like these rural areas. You know, maybe yeah. they're trying to target those I accept, demographics. I accept that they're trying to target that, but yeah. I don't understand how it will ever be popu- uh, how it will ever be profitable. Mm. The whole reason that ISPs don't put, build infrastructure out there is because it's not profitable to yeah. do so. And and this ten billion dollar investment allegedly into mm. the Starlink constellation, I don't understand how in the in the short run that is ever going to be profitable. I mean, they may be cross subsidizing it with their other products like Tesla, mm. which okay, whatever, and maybe they're just trying to get involved in the space for some reason. Mm. Uh, kind of like Facebook, you know, they want to get involved in it as well. But I just, I guess, I don't see their evil plan really, and I, I'm curious to see where it goes. I think these these speeds are pretty fucking bad. They're pretty disappointing. The price is insanely high. It's way too high for what it is, in my opinion. Mm. 
periods of total disconnectivity. I mean, that's right yeah, there is a eternal. deal breaker for me. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you know, you're just, and, like, it's a uh, fucking 1130. Your fucking assignments yeah, due you're at 12 a.m. And <laughs> yeah. then, then boom, uh, no connectivity for the next uh, hour. That would suck. That, that, I mean, I already get mad when my fucking internet turns off for, like, 10 minutes. Yeah, dude. It'll be, like, 4.30 a.m. and my router's, like... This is a, a normal time where humans are normally asleep. So we're going to update for five minutes. And I'm like, five minutes of no five internet? Are you, what I'm am I supposed cancel to fucking, fucking do? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't bro. know, man. I, I think like it's interesting. And we've talked about this before because mm-hmm. the Starlink thing, it's such a great idea in theory. Because like if you were doing it and you were like a philanthropist mm-hmm. and you actually cared about humanity, you would offer this service for free. And mm-hmm. I think that like in terms of in terms of product, uh, in terms of possibility to be good to humanity, yeah. Starlink is actually a great idea, and it's it annoys me that Elon Musk mm. is the one behind it. It's yeah, it a sucks. very uh, that, it's a great opportunity for that's going to simp over Elon Musk and be fucking disgusting, yeah. sipping over a capitalist. Uh, but exactly. uh, I think it's uh, you know as uh, Corona uh, gets worse and worse in the United States again, uh, uh, we're seeing that like internet is becoming more and more of a right that uh people need so uh you know hopefully we absolutely get some, agree uh, i think that internet, internet is like i don't know how many human rights there are supposedly but yeah. however many there are the internet needs to be added to it i think that the way the world is going the way society is going mm-hmm. you cannot participate in modern society without yeah. internet access especially because we were covering a story a couple podcasts ago where we we're talking about how uh, there was this image of these young girls trying to do their schoolwork uh, over the, uh, like online and they didn't have internet at home and, and they had to up, yeah. they had to go to like McDonald's and like sit outside yeah. to to you know catch a little bit of the hotspot. Yeah, they're in the Taco Bell drive-thru yeah, like so. sitting on the side and they're yeah. like five-year-old girls like yeah. cute as hell with their pink backpacks on just sitting mm. at a Taco Bell parking lot cuz they can't get internet. I mean like that's that in mm. theory is the demographic I guess of Starlink, right? Yeah. But I mean, as there's no the, way that, as to whether those that demographic can even afford. Exactly. Uh, like, that, that's too yeah. expensive for those people. The real demographic, in my opinion, is rich people who live in rural areas. Yeah. Like, people who live on, fa- like, big plantations and farms mm. where they're, like, you know, they can't get fiber internet, but they're rich enough to afford Starlink. Yeah. I mean, 100 bucks a month and $500 installation costs, that's too much for normal yeah. people to afford. It's too much for me to afford. I pay for, like, $35 or $40 a month for my internet. And my speeds are as good as Starlink. <laughs> so, I mean, yep. you know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's going to have to get a lot better to convince uh, people, especially with this. Uh, the told It's a big turnoff. Uh, it's going to yeah. have to get a I lot don't, better. I don't think that – I think that it's limited. Like, I don't think that they can do much better, though. Like, the speeds aren't really going to get that much better. I mean, even with total coverage and no disconnectivity at all. Like, even if you have coverage 24 hours a day, it's never going to be fiber internet. So, like – their demographic is never going to be people who have access to fiber internet. I don't understand. This market is ever shrinking. Like over time, as fiber rolls out more and more and more infrastructure gets built, mm. Starlink's coverage of the market is going to be lower and lower. I don't understand this, this endeavor. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not a fucking you know, tech guy, so it could be that I'm missing something obvious, but I don't understand mm. it. So we'll probably bring this up again on the show. We'll see how it develops. We'll see what goes on, see mm. if it ends up to be a total failure or not. Um, but maybe we'll be surprised. Yeah, maybe. But the last story I want to pick up on is uh, a story that what was more popular a couple months ago, but murder hornets, Caleb. 
the Nest <laughs> are finally showing up in the United States. Really? And, um, Shit. Yeah, they, scientists, they killed 35 murder hornets and captured 13 alive. And they're <laughs> saying that this is only the fucking start. <laughs> this is only the beginning. You uh, are not how much do you know about uh, murder hornets? I saw pictures of them, bro, and, like, I don't fuck with it. I hate wasps. Anything that can fly yes. and bite you is a piece of shit. Like, seriously, I hate mm. bugs that can bite you or sting you or whatever. They're just so unpredictable. They fly in such a way where it's like, you know, they're like, they're not in a teleporting around. They're like literally pearling around, bro. It's crazy. Like, literally, I've played enough Minecraft PvP. I feel like I should be able to swipe a fucking, you know, a wasp out of the air, but I can't. They're too dangerous. And they're not like bees where, like, they have one fucking, they have one attack and it's GG. Bro, these, yeah, bah, 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 they they fucking kill people out here, bro. Especially yeah, and for some who, people, like, bees have poison yeah. damage too. Like I'm I'm literally getting stung by a bee. Like I've that's an instant hospital visit for me. Like I can't even just get stung and like walk it off. I gotta like yeah. go get an epipen and Jesus. like it's a whole thing. That fucking sucks too. Yeah, I don't know, it, man. It's, like it's fucked. Like I worry. you can't convince me that hornets are like a necessary to the environment like i don't care they, i mean they, they like, oh, they're uh, pollinators yeah, and like they that. kill bugs like i don't give a shit fuck animals fuck trees fuck bugs and I mean, all hornets, that shit. they, they even look good they look scary right like it's one of those they're things disgusting. in like human evolution where like you know we gain a natural fear for spiders a natural fear for the snakes hornets yeah. is on that fucking list bro i mean look at them <laughs> like like it yeah. is hard ingrained in our brains to stay away from these motherfuckers Unless you're eating them or something, yeah. Would you, I've heard eat a, would you eat? Cap. <laughs> no <capping>. fucking cap, dude. <laughs> dude. Have you read crickets before? No, They're bro. good, man. I, but there's this They're thing delicious. also, like, don't we're act we're talking like you have weird shit, Mister Ecuador man. You literally ate like fucking. I mean, live. Like, what was queen, it? Queen. Queen. Yeah. Queen, what, what is that uh, cute animal that you ate? It's a guinea pig. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I I wish I could find like a cute picture. Like he literally showed me this picture. They're fucking like they're cute little like chubby cheeked animals that he just devours. So I don't even want to hear I mean, it about the fucking uh, crickets, you're, you're bro. You're tarnishing my name because I was I probably had <laughs> Quee like one time, and then after that I was traumatized. I don't know if I ever told the story on the on the podcast, <laughs> but basically, so um, I, I was in Ecuador for like three months, and um, we, we were gonna like they were preparing Quee, right? So we go to, like, the, the farmer's market, the food market, right? And we buy a bag of guinea pigs, right? Because we sell them by the bag. And um, <laughs> we go home, and I, like, take one out of the bag, and I try hiding it so they won't fucking murder it, right? And then they take it out by hand, and they <laughs> break its neck on the countertop and throw it in the hot, boiling water <laughs> to, to get all the hair off of it. And then, Jesus you know, they fucking, fucking cut the shit, you know, cook it in the oven. But fuck, bro. After that moment, I was like, I've never eaten quee again. <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't since. Yeah, man. I can't eat cute animals. Like, if I see them, I just can't eat them. I'll eat bugs because mm. they're disgusting. Like, I fucking step on a bug. I don't give oh, a yeah, like I'm like a pacifist, okay, yeah. you know? But I don't care. Anyway, go mm. ahead. Yeah, like, there was another fucking thing that's, like, popping up. Like, a people eating honey and then, like... There's like a bee in the honey, and then they keep on eating it. Is this shit like I can't tell if this shit's fake or real? Like, are they, do they know, or are they purposely eating the bee <laughs> inside the honey? Have you seen any of these clips? No, not like at all. they'll be like like guzzling honey from like a big <laughs> bottle, bro. And they probably have some kind of like innate thing, or they're just like they just detect fucking nutrition. 
I swear, anytime mm. I see any bug like that, they like they like fly right here, right? Mm. And I like take a step to the left, and they go, oh. and then I take a step to the right, and they go, like they always like they're trying to fly in your fucking mouth. You know what I yeah. mean? I feel like they smell something. Like they, 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 they have like sugar particles in their mm. what are these things called? Antennas. Yeah, that. Mm. And they like taste the air. You know, they well, must. I don't know how else the fuck they would get. Must it. dive inside mouth. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's true. We know that you like yeah. swallow like three gallons of spiders uh, every every t- uh, every decade. <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> that's bullshit, man. No yeah. one, no one, no. That's not <laughs> real. That's not real. I've never eaten a spider. You, uh, that's you such can't a funny, convince me. Uh, that's such a funny like lie. That's like, such a every... bullshit thing too, because like, how would you even eat it? It's not like you're chewing. Like, what is you it going like, to crawl down like... your gullet? And then it just yeah, like, you're just, like crawls... your throat's open. It's because like, oh. and they're saying like, oh, like the warm air coming from your mouth is like a a perfect no. place for the spider to nestle. And then you know they yeah. crawl inside your stomach and you know lay their no. spider babies. And like the spiders are acid. literally, they're like terrified of humans. They run away at like any sign of humans. They hate them. Mm. It's bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna go munch on some spiders, bro. We should draw this to a close. Yeah, before yeah, we're getting really hungry. Um, like I'm starving <laughs> for to eat a bee with some honey right now. To be honest with you, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been a fun episode as always. Every fucking week, another banger episode, another banger episode.